Okay, so I woke up at around 6.37 this morning. And already I feel like like this week is off on a just, I don't know, it just jump-started my week. I had a vision and I don't really want to go into too much detail because it was like, it was it was honestly kind of weird. But it was my little brother and he was young again. And then it was me and then it was this guy. So we were like staying out in the garage because like we didn't have anywhere to go. And I don't know why sometimes we, you know, a lot of times we don't have anywhere to go. Other times, you know, we have like mansions and houses and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. But like I said, this is dreamland. So things are weird. But what was a little bit more weird about this dream is that it's kind of reflecting a lot of the dreams I used to have as opposed to the dreams I've been having recently, which is alarming to me because I wonder, like, does that mean I'm slipping back into my old mindset and I'm kind of like, you know, I'm I'm like woke now. So am I going back to sleep? And. I don't want to do that. Like, that's, that's scary when I think about it. Like, something that I realized is that, like, chains broke off my heart and my mind in this process. I don't want to go back to how it was before. I mean, after everything, I couldn't. I mean, I don't know. I've been through way too much. And I feel like that's unfair. That's so unfair. But, like I said, it's in between the dream is like in between it's half it's a little what's a little bit of like my old dreams and how none of them made sense at all and feel like they meant nothing and the dreams now where like it's like a bunch of different weird stuff going on but it's inching towards the dreams that i have but they're kind of a little rare not look not really but like I just don't have them as often as I have dreams and they mean so much like they're all intentional they all have a purpose and they all like tell me something about life and I feel like that's how dreams are supposed to be and everybody like everybody's supposed to dream like that dreams are of God and they are supposed to be you know guides so you know the dreams i used to have i realized i'm realizing now from these dreams that the dreams i used to have were so pointless because i was sleep i had a veil over my mind and my heart and like different things i was doing daily i was like a zombie i didn't know what i was doing like i wasn't myself i hadn't been myself for so long hence why my brother was a kid in the vision he has been a kid in these visions for a bunch of different visions besides one i just had last week and it's because I think that at that age is when, you know, he kind of, he hasn't been his, his real self since that age, I feel like. Or maybe um, been a slave to sin ever since that age. But I don't want to just speak for him. The same thing goes for me. I'm a kid in a lot of my visions. I'm just, I'm just recently starting to, like, have visions where I've grown. Same thing for my brothers and sisters. So... I realized like certain things connect where the reason why we'll be kids in visions is because that's when we started becoming that at that age we became accountable for our actions and so we were being held responsible for our sin and so 
that's our innocence. That's our age of purity and innocence and where it ended. That's why that's where we're starting in the visions. And so now when I'm being purified, cleansed, and made, I'm being renewed and rebirthed and made new again, I have to, you know, grow in the spirit. I have to grow as well as my brothers and sisters. So that's why I feel like it's happening. And around that age, when I became accountable for my actions and stuff, I wasn't going to church every Sunday. I wasn't. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I didn't know what that really meant. I didn't know what that really meant until this year. So, you know, with everything, excuse me, with everything that's kind of going on in the visions and everything, you know, I'm I'm very like analytical where I'm trying to analyze and observe everything I possibly can and learn from whatever I possibly can from it while at the same time you know not allowing it to affect me too much because I realize that the devil wants to use or try anything to somehow sway me from this journey I'm on hence how I'm feeling this morning so I I pray I wake up in the morning I pray and I read Bible. I read my Bible for about an hour and a half, and I realize I have to wake up early. I have to do that, and then it starts to be, you know, it starts to feel like I'm. I have to. I don't have to fight less. I'm not depleting. Yesterday, I think I heard the devil tell me, "I'm depleting you. You're depleted." And that's why I feel like my mind, like my brain is melting and being like, like melted out of my head daily because the devil is attacking me and he's, he's telling me I'm depleting you. So I was watching this video and there was this like blood, I think it was a blood who talked about devil worshiping and stuff and he talked about dog feed, how you kill the dog, put dogs in the middle of a six-star, kennels all around, and all this kind of stuff. He said that he liked devil worshiping because it was just such a rush out of stealing power from your enemies. When he said that, something clicked in my head like, wait, so that's what they're doing? They're stealing power from me daily? And I'm not going to lie, for a second, I got so kind of... I got upset a little bit because I thought to myself, like, you know, if nothing else is happening to you and that's you just get to do that and you just get to, like, steal power from me and, you know, kind of, like, make me suffer daily while you do that and, like, you're fine and I'm just suffering every day. You know, I won't lie. For a second, I was like, I don't, I don't honestly feel like, you know, as much as I f- I've said the entire time, like, they're suffering nothing is over there for me that I would want and all kinds of stuff like I don't know so part of me was like you know I don't know because at that point maybe then I would like I like I see why you do it not I see why you do it I just like that sound to me like just I don't know like I'm like it does feel like you're just getting you know points off of me like I'm just corny or something and and like I don't know I just feel now I feel corny and I feel like that's actually you know not worth it 
but like I don't know how to explain it like in in real life when you know you don't let people just well you have to somehow you know be able to survive is what I'm saying like it's feel like it's a survival instinct but more than that it's more like you know it make me feel good to know that, you know, you ain't able to do certain stuff like this or I'm able to win in this way or such and such and such. Now, the second I thought that for a second, it almost felt like, you know what, actually, that's not as bad as I thought it is. Immediately, I heard like everybody, my family, all these other people who've been trying to stop me from this fight with God immediately they're like see i told you that that's how she would feel i told you that you know she's corny this is corny like such and such such no granted at that moment i feel like they had they were in there they were in their their like they wasn't in the right like not in the right but they were within their jurisdiction to say that and feel that way because i honestly have felt that way too like you know what i maybe i am corny like this is corny but at the same time, I know that I'm not because, you know, granted, maybe this is just you being able to get points off of me or steal your power, steal my power and make me suffer. And it just makes you feel good to be able to do that. And somehow you're cool because of it or whatever. And I don't want to make it sound too much like that because now, you know, like I said, but something that's not clicking that didn't click is that, you know, why does it bother you so much when I'm at peace then? Why does my peace bother you so much? You know, and I'm sure you probably like using this again, but no, it's it's an issue for me because it's like, you know, if you're loving what you're doing so much and it's so good, like it's so great over there and everything is going so well, how come what I'm doing, you know, it makes you so jealous? Why are you jealous of what I'm doing then? You know, granted, after finding out what you are able to do and all this other stuff you're doing, at, for a second, I did question whether what I'm doing is the right path that I want to be on or whether it's worth it. For a split second, because honestly, if you had let that second go a little bit longer, because you knew you had to cut it short, you knew you had to cut it short because you knew that in the next couple of seconds, I would have realized what is more worth it and why what I'm doing is more worth it and how how much better it is where I'm at. And you didn't want to experience that. You didn't want to feel that realization of that. You wanted because if you really were so confident in the fact that I would, you know, want to be there so much, you know, then why didn't you let it go? Because you could have just let it go. And then maybe if I would have drifted over there into that you know that realm or whatever to of what you're doing then you would have won you would have won you would have been right you know look you could have came back later after i'm already fully in it like see i told you like you're corny you're faking it the whole time you've been wanting to be over here i know it like i've been knew that you would want to be doing this you know but you didn't let that go like that because last year you tried that and what happened was I got like two steps, probably a little bit, just not even two steps closer. I, I almost took a foot step closer to you. And I was like, oh, no, never mind. No. Mm-mm. Like, I get that. Like, that does seem like maybe it could be fun or it could be like, you know, exciting or adrenaline rush, whatever. I get how you somehow feel like that's a good thing. But 
I realized that that's only part of what you're going through over there. And that's only a portion of what you're experiencing. And you want to glorify that. You want to maximize that. Like that's the whole ordeal. And you want to hide everything you're struggling with and going through over there. Now, granted, I'm struggling and going, going through a lot over here. But I'm able to recognize that it's way worth it more being over here than over there. And you see it too. That's why you're jealous. That's why you are bothered by me. That's why you hate me so much. You don't hate anybody else that's doing that over there with you. You hate me. Because I realize that what you're doing is not worth it. I realize that you're faking it. You're putting on a front. Now, you would say I'm faking it. I'm putting on a front to try and somehow compensate for the fact that you're faking it and putting on a front. You really want peace. You really want love. You really want to be able to relax and be confident and not be afraid and fearful. You you don't. I mean, of course, you might like to be able to steal power off your enemies or you know, make somebody suffer or feel like you get away with something or, you know, I don't know, you feel big when you feel like you, you know, torturing somebody or whatever it is. Like, yeah, like you ain't, you ain't gonna play with me. Like I'm this, I'm that, you know, and you feel good. You know, you got a lot of people validating you. You got all this attention. You got all of this, everything. Okay, fine. That's great. And for a second, I thought, you know, maybe this, you know, maybe I am being played over here, but like I said, you gave that five more minutes and I would have definitely taken my ordeal or whatever I'm dealing with over yours a million times over. And you know that I feel like, you know, that and I hate that I have to like, I hate when I say it, it sounds like, OK, I don't know if you really like where you at. You might really want to be over here. But, you know, I feel like, you know, that. I really do like where I'm at. I really do. And the only way for you to feel good about yourself, I want no, I don't want to make this about you, but I feel like it's an issue with, you know, you're you trying to make me feel like, you know, what I'm what I'm doing or where I'm at is not what it looked like to try and make yourself feel better for why you're not over here when you wish you could be. When you wish that you had done this instead. And you know, I get it. You probably in that phase right now where, you know, whatever it is, the validation, the putting on the show, the faking it for everybody, it feel way better. It feel way better for you right now. I was there, too. I'm not better than you. I was there, too, at one point. I just wasn't that far and deep into it where, you know, I'm doing all that to put on the show. No, I don't, I've never been that kind of person. You know, I'm going this far to kind of somehow feel good and then when you in that like that when people switch on you or when people flip on you or when you don't get that validation you know you be so through like you be through like I know how that I know that's like I can't I can't do that like I can't do it I don't know like I just know how bad it looks and and feels and is and everything but regardless that's not for me to judge you you where you at not where i'm at you know the issue with that is that i always knew that that side existed i never it's not like i'm stupid like oh my gosh it's the first time i ever seen that it was just more like oh is that being confirmed but um yet still that i knew that side existed i still chose the route i went on
which means your route was available. The route you took was available just like it was available to you. It was available to me. I chose the route I was on. I mean, I am on. And, you know, now, you know, it feels like somehow, like, one thing that I had to realize yesterday or earlier this morning is that nobody's about to waste their time sitting up, sitting around you saying, what you doing is so corny and what you doing is so weak. And oh my gosh, like, you know, you wish you could be over here. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I got it. You don't. And such and such and such when they really enjoy what they got. Nobody's about to sit around telling, sit around your life, you know, teasing you and picking on you about what you don't have when they really love what they got. I mean, some people will say yes, some people do actually. And <laughs> I know people who do that. But they're, you're lying to yourself and they're lying to themselves. Because one thing I've realized, and I don't want to have to throw his name out there, but every time I think about this, I think about him and the feeling he gave me. He is such a wonderful person. But Michael Jordan, he showed me, you know, when you are truly happy, at peace, and successful, you just want that for everybody else. You don't sit around talking about, look how much I got and you don't got. Or, look, I told you so. Or, you know, look at it and love it. Rubbing it in people's faces, everything that you got, everything you are, everything you've been, you know, everything you said you do. Because real success is wanting everyone to have that success, being so at peace and so happy with your life that you just want to see everybody reach that point. Because you know how good it is. You know that you're so super blessed. You're overly blessed. And you know how bad it feels to not be that blessed. Or not be that blessed. But because you're that blessed. But you know how bad. You feel bad for people who can't experience that. You feel bad for them. You don't rub it in their faces. When you rub it in their faces, you're worse off than they are. You don't enjoy anything you really have. You don't really, you know, you don't appreciate anything you have because it's probably not anything to appreciate. And that's real honesty because, you know, something I feel like a lot of people can relate to. When you're truly happy, you're not posting that picture every second of everything you're doing. Because you're enjoying what you have. Now, granted, you might post pictures because the moment was great. You want to share it with other people. But people who post pictures about every single little thing they do all the time and try and glorify all this stuff, they're living a fake lifestyle. You know, I noticed that when I was at my happiest, I forgot to take pictures. When I was enjoying the best moments of my life, I forgot to, you know, get, you know, post pictures about it because I was actually enjoying it. So that's what it feels like kind of like when I'm with God. And I hate to, you know, make it feel corny to anybody, but whatever you feel like that's corny then i don't know what to tell you but all i know is that's what it feel like when i'm in the presence of god like when i'm at true peace and i'm really you know falling in love with god and i'm really you know he's allowing me to fall in love with myself he's teaching me self-worth and he's you know truly helping me be who i you know who i truly want to be one day in life and i'm growing and everything just feels so great you know i look back and i the time the hours have passed I look back and, like, how long have I been here? It don't matter. I want to be here forever. Like, I'm not worried about, you know, rubbing that in somebody's face. Look where I'm at. Look what I'm doing. Look how the progress I made. Like, no, I'm just so grateful and so happy and so, you know, in love with God. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I just know that, you know, lately, 
when I'm in when I'm in my Bible, something that's an indication to me that things are I need to work on things is the fact when I'm when I'm counting the clock. If I'm looking at the time, like when you're having fun, hours to go by, you're like, whoa, what did the time go? It seemed like five minutes. But when you are, you know, when you rather be somewhere else, you looking like, when is this, you know, time for like, you know, a minute for like an hour. So like when I'm counting the clock, when I'm reading the Bible, I know something ain't right. Because usually when I'm reading the Bible, I'm so lost in the peace and the love of God. Like I just spent hours there and I look back like, whoa, it's been three, three hours. I swear I feel like I only just read like two or three chapters. And I'm not faking it all. I promise. I promise. I know it probably sounds like I'm just saying this or I'm like glorifying it. But no. But I will be honest. Lately, I have been. I Well, I realized that, you know, I'm in between counting the clock and being lost in the time. So, you know, for the first like 30 minutes, I was counting the clock. How long has it been? And then for like an entire hour, it had flew. The hour flew. I'm like, whoa, it's nine o'clock already. I swear I started reading at like seven. And I'm just like, wow, you know, time is really, time is really flying. And I oh, was at eight o'clock. Excuse me, it was eight o'clock or eight thirty. Don't let me get it mixed up. But all I know is, you know, after that, I started counting the clock. You know, because then I got this little idea in my head, like, okay, you're going to go to like this time or you're going to do a couple more chapters, such, such, such. Usually I can focus better, not focus, but yeah, focus better. And I'm able to enjoy the presence of God more when I'm not worried about how many chapters I'm getting done. I'm just reading, you know, to my feel. So I just realized, you know, like that's the difference. And it's kind of sad, you know, it's I, I feel like it makes me sad when I think about I'll be counting the hours with God and how God probably feels about it. Because imagine spending time with your favorite person, your favorite one in the whole entire world and you're counting the hours with them. Like, you know, what time is it? OK. And then, you know, imagine God like or anybody, you know, your favorite person. Like, why are you worried about the time you ready to go? I thought we were, you know, I thought we were having fun. I thought this was, I thought you were having a good time. You know, that's how I feel with God. And that's why I feel like it's offensive when I'm looking at the time where I'm I'm counting how many chapters I'm going to get done. I do do that. But I'm like, I realize if I'm doing that, something's wrong. But something else I wanted to mention, but I, I don't want to put it off on other people. I feel God like compelling, like, listen, don't blame anybody else they want you to put it on them they want the credit but no you know but i I will mention this though like even though it has been an issue for me that has been an ongoing issue for issue for me um just a few different times i've i've noticed i've done that and i i fixed it i try my best to fix it and move forward doing better i just realized like Lately, there are forces and different, you know, people around me who are, you know, having to convince me like they're having to coerce me and kind of like, you know, provoke me like you're not having fun. You're not you're not really enjoying yourself. And then when I really am and I don't care about nothing that they're saying, then they have to somehow, you know, make it a bad experience for me. How do I explain it? So I'm reading the Bible 
And everything I'm reading, they're arguing, they're attacking me, they're, you know, they are, you know, trying to pervert the word of God. They are frustrating me, making my head hurt, making it hard for me to get in the presence of God where I'm fighting the entire time I'm reading my Bible. Now that is, it makes me count the hours because I know I have to get this chapter done. I know I have to get to this point. I know I want to get to this point, but I'm going to have to fight them every second of it. Every second of it. I can barely even soak in the word of God because I'm fighting them for it. Now, I'm sure that would have seemed like, no, just leave it out then. Don't give them no credit. But that's necessary for somebody to know. That's important information. That's vital information. Because why, if you are enjoying so much what you are doing over there where you're at, and you feel like what you are doing is so much better, or that I would rather be over there if I really knew what you had and what you had going on. Do you have to attack me? Every second that I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, if you were really just like God, if you were really that, if you were 100% that and there's no, you know, faking it, you don't have to fake nothing or coerce or trick or anything, you know, you would just be that. People are going to come. Like, okay, let me use another Jordan reference. For Jordans, Jordan doesn't have to be like, you know, if you come and get some Jordans, you know, your life going to be better. And this, that, and the third. And, you know, everything's going to, you know, boost for you. You wear some Jordans, you can fly. He don't have to go and lie and trick people into wearing those or buying those. People are lining up to buy Jordans. Because they believe in it. They know, you know. They know what Jordans do for them. He doesn't have to, you know somehow sell them into like he's selling them but like i said people are willing to spend that 250 dollars on jordans as opposed to you know other shoes they have to add all this extra stuff to it you know or lebron's like people are going to buy those you know they don't have to add this whole you know giveaway or um, no, I've seen giveaways actually don't, but you know what I mean? Like they don't have to add a whole bunch of extra stuff in order to get people to line up to buy those. People are going to buy those regardless. Those are going to sell out. Same thing goes for Yeezys. You know, he don't have to convince people to buy those. He just drop them and people buy them. That's what it feel like with God. But, you know, I hate to use that metaphor because God is so much bigger, so much greater and so much more with God like he does he's not going to convince you to be here he doesn't have to sell it to you he doesn't have to trick you to get you there he doesn't have to somehow convince you this is where you need to be you just come and you and when you the first time you get there you're going to want to come back the first time you experience his love the first time you experience his presence you're going to want to be there nobody has to convince you to do anything you know so I just, I realized that about God. He's the truth. And when you're the truth, you know, you don't have to tell a lie. He's the truth. Why would he have to lie? You notice the realest people, they will tell you straight to your face exactly how they feel. And you're just going to have to accept it because, you know, why did they have to lie to you? You only lie out of fear or because, yeah, just fear. You lie out of fear. You lie out of fear of somebody not accepting your truth. You lie out of fear of what might happen if you told the truth. You lie out of fear of, you know, the truth not being good enough. 
you know all kinds of different things but either way i go it's fear nobody lies for any reason but fear so god don't lie because he don't fear nobody he don't have to fear nobody it's like take it or leave it because what i have is so much so abundant trust me i don't have to lie to you about it it's what it is so i just realized that you know that's something I, I noticed and another thing I noticed is that you know for so long I was in the presence of God and I was just enjoying you know the presence of God so like just just freely and I, it's like the best time of my life like the best years of my life and now I'm being fought to read my bible and you know the only time somebody is fighting someone to you know keep them from doing something is if that's where it's at that's where it's at like well i'm not gonna lie you know a lot of times people are being fought not to do something bad but in reality when it come down to it like do that you're gonna see what happened you know but I, I don't know. I'm not explaining. I know I'm getting tri- I'm tripping up over my words. What I'm trying to say is God is where it's at. Like, I lose hours with him. I spend so much time with him. I love it. And it's great. Now, granted, I do still have that part of me that sometimes is counting hours or sometimes is rushing to get back to other things. And, you know, regardless, it's the best part of my day. And I realize that. And if, you know, anybody doubted that it was the best part of my day, then they would just let me see that for myself. They wouldn't have to do anything extra. You wouldn't have to stop me. You wouldn't have to get in my way. You would just be like, oh, you just wait. Because, you know, that's corny. She's not going to like it. She's not going to care about that. That's not where it's at. That's, you know, that's doing nothing for her. So all you got to do is just wait. Trust me. Be patient. She's going to hate it. She's going to be running out of there. And it, that time hasn't come. You know, that time hasn't come. So I'm realizing that, you know, that's that's a telltale sign. That's obvious. I don't feel like that has to come with age. Realizing that the only time people have so much to say about something is usually when they, you know, wish they had it for themselves. Or when the only time somebody's really trying to do it so much to convince you that something is not what it is is because usually it is what it what they say is not. Like they're lying to themselves and they don't want you to have it because... I don't know. They can have it, too. That's what I don't get. You know, why don't they want you to have it? But I guess it's because they fear. They were they were scared. They don't have the courage to do what you're doing. So they have to scare you out of it, you know, or somehow just keep you from it. I don't know. But I do know that, you know, I challenge. I do challenge, you know. The people who don't believe in God and what he stands for and, and that when you're with him, he's better than anything else on this earth. Nothing could ever compare or replace him. I challenge you to leave people alone who think that. I challenge you. I promise you they won't ever change their minds. If they do, then you just be right. Win-win situation. I challenge you to go do what you think is better. That's what I challenge you to do. And, you know, I noticed that, you know, I was in, I was just supposed to be a nobody. 
Some were just reading my Bible quietly. And they all came to me. They all showed up here. I know that's God. I know that's God. But at the same time, you know, if they're so right, it only take you five minutes to realize that. Like, if I showed up where you were at and I'm like, oh, no. Uh-uh. This is not where it's at. No. Like, you can't be enjoying what you're doing. Like, ain't no way, you know, you're, ain't no way you like you like where you're at. Ain't no way you like that. Ain't no way that's good. I think it only take me 30 seconds. Five minutes is a is courtesy. It only took me 30 seconds. When I realized what they was doing, what was going on here, when they showed up at my doorstep with all of this mess, I was like, oh, no, where's God? Where is God? Like, y'all enjoying this kind of stuff? And even the stuff that was, like, supposed to be, like, a temptation and enjoyable. You know? Like, for example, like, look, everybody's doing it. You know, that's always a temptation because it's like, everybody's doing it. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to be the one who's not doing it. And it's like, no, still no. Because I've already been exposed to the truth. The lies don't feel good. It don't feel better. So, you know, I I guess I challenge people to just leave people alone because I just want to be left alone with God. That's all. You know, I don't feel like I'll be missing out on nothing. I really don't. Like, I know I'm not because I just come out of that. And, you know, I've come to God and I've turned back like, oh, maybe I'm missing out on something. Fun, I wasn't missing out on nothing. I'm not missing out on anything. You don't trust me. Leave me. You you doing so good over there. Leave me. I'll be okay. Trust me. Just leave me, all right? Leave me with God because I'll be great here. And that's all I really want. You know, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm trying to overly convince somebody this is where they need to be. I don't want to sound like I'm shoving it down anybody's throat. And I don't want to sound like I'm frustrating anybody. It's just don't fight me, you know, to, you know, keep me from my Lord and Savior. Don't fight me for my for my peace. Don't fight me for my love. Don't fight me for the thing I love the most, the one I love the most and the thing I love the most in life. Just let me be. And if you are so confident that this is not going to work out for me, that shouldn't be an issue for you. Because in, in time, time will tell whether it'll work out for me or not. And that's the confidence I have in God. That, you know, if you leave me be, I'll be fine. Time will tell that everything is great over here. I'll be fine forever. Trust me, I probably won't come looking for you. But, you know, if I do, then you win, right? As far as what you're doing, I don't really want to speak on that. Because like I said, everybody's different. You might actually enjoy what you're doing. But I I kind of feel like, you know, eventually you will see that that's not where it's at. That's not where it's at. You just need a little more time, maybe. But, you know, that's not me wishing that on you. I pray that whatever it is you feel like you really know and you deserve and whatever you feel like will truly work out for you really does. You know, why would I be wishing that that doesn't work out for you and such and such? Doesn't that mean that, you know, somehow I kind of don't want you to, you know, win? I want you to win. I just don't feel like you will where you're at. But like I said, that's my opinion. So you prove me wrong. But, you know, I think it's the fact that I do know. And, and that's that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I do know and you know, too. And you're constantly trying to convince me that I'm the one wrong. And I feel bad. 
I feel so bad because, you know, what can I do? Like, God teaches me to love you anyways. God teaches me to forgive you. And God teaches me to show you the way to him so that he can help you because I can't help you. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not God. That's what he teaches me to do. And I tried to do that. Like, I don't know, you know, what you want from me at this point. At this point, you don't want to be happy. and You just don't want me to be happy either. And that's not happening. That's not happening. You have control over your life, your de- your destiny, and your decisions. And still, you really don't. But you have that choice to make. That's your free will and your choice. You're not going to control mine. You know, and I just feel bad, you know, that you convince yourself what you're doing is right. And it's so wrong that you want someone else to be wrong with you. But like I said, time will tell. So that's all I really wanted to say. Like, I noticed, like, besides that, like, God's grace is... You know, so abundant, so abundant that I feel like I will be here for the rest of my life. And by the time I look back and I, you know, I'm thinking about who it was that was trying to stop me or everything they had to say about what I was doing. I would have been so happy and so lost in peace and happiness and wellness that by the time I'm, you know, I will, you know, I hope that they will have everything will have worked out for them as well. But, you know, I won't be worried about you. I won't be thinking about you. And if I am, I'm hoping that somehow you have figured it out. Like, and that's peace. That's real peace. That's real love. Wanting you to figure it out. Even though you might be making wrong decisions, who am I to judge you? I just want you to be happy eventually with whatever you choose. So even if that be what you choose, even though I don't agree with what you're doing, I absolutely do not agree with what you're doing. I feel like it's not really making you happy and you're lying to yourself. But like I said... If you feel like that, I'm supposed to be happy for you. And part of that is knowing that, you know, eventually, you know, you'll have to figure it out. And eventually you'll find out where the real happiness resides. I don't feel like that's going to be where you're at. So, like I said, time will tell. I'm so confident in where I'm at that I will let you be where you at peacefully so you can figure it out. Because it's going to get exposed. And guess what? If you end up standing forever and loving it, and please don't do it out of spite just to prove me wrong because it's not worth it. But if you end up standing there forever and you love it, guess what? Win-win. I left you alone. I minded my business. I stayed peaceful. And you found happiness in whatever it is you decided to do. Win-win. That's what I want. So I do feel bad, though, because God teaches us to, you know, help you help you see what's the truth is, what the truth is but to a certain extent you know you can't force nothing down nobody's throat you won't have to see that for yourself so that's all i want i just and that's obvious i don't feel like i have to keep saying that but it's just frustrating when you know where i found happiness is an issue for you you know wherever you find happiness as long as you are not over here trying to destroy minds that's fine I mean, let's say you found happiness in destroying my happiness, which sucks. But, you know, 
like I, like I said, eventually you're going to have to see for yourself whether that's real happiness or not, whether it really works. Because God's not going to let you destroy nothing for me. I mean, anything that's going on is temporary. So eventually we'll see what happens, you know? That's not a challenge. And if you accept that as a challenge, why won't you accept my challenge, the other challenge, the real challenge, which is I challenge you to go your own way and be happy in whatever it is you're doing if it truly makes you happy because that's what real happiness is if you're too worried about what somebody else is doing and what and where where they're at and what they're spending their time on then maybe that you should try it out for yourself because maybe that's what really makes you happy what they're doing that must be what you really want to be doing because like i said like i'm not about to spend my time super you know super worried about you know that and that witchcraft and all the other stuff like even though i've wanted to educate myself about it because i wanted to know you know about all the different things i can learn about in this world that's interesting but you know at the same time i'm not about to go and you know drop no six star and you go get in the middle of it and all this other stuff i'm not about to do all of that you know because that's not where i want to be i know where i want to be and if i ever did you know think about it or anything it doesn't matter because i know better now i know better now and i've learned from it and i'm growing but you know like i said i can't what can i say i can't convince you anything but i feel like you're already convinced because otherwise wouldn't you be doing you and am i truly hindering that now the other side of that Really quick, the other side of that is, I guess, when I pray, it affects whatever you're doing. And when I worship God, it somehow affects or hinders something that you're doing. I don't think so. But if it really does, then that's also a telltale sign that if whatever I'm doing over here can affect what you're doing so over there so much, where's the true power lie? Because... You're, you know, trying to affect me. I'm not trying to affect you. I'm not. I'm just trying to praise God. You know, I feel like if you were over there doing whatever you're doing and you're not trying to affect me and it still affected me. I mean, well, honestly, I'm going to be honest. There, There is certain ways that that does. Because when you hurt people and you're out here hurting people and you're out here deceiving people and you're out here, you know, making this world a worse place and i'm praying that it becomes a better place that does affect me but i'm not about to go and you know tackle you before you get to your ouija board like i'm not you know i'm just praying that's all i can do i leave it in god's hands so that's not me stopping you that's god stopping you so why you shooting the messenger but like i said you know push come to shove if whatever i'm doing is i'm gonna figure out that it's not for me and i'm gonna hate it and one day i'm gonna be so upset i wasted so much time on it just let that happen if you're so confident in that just let that happen let that go because that's what i'm confident in with your with what you're doing like no offense because i don't want to be confident that you're going to fail but i'm confident that god is where it's at so You know, like I said, do you.
I challenge you to.